You're listening to Bridget Masinga on SAFM. Madam Africa joins us again this Sunday morning. We're talking all things travel with Lerato Mukwatli, who's on the line, author of Vagabond, Wandering Through Africa on Faith. How are you doing, Lerato? Lerato? Hi, Bridget. Can you hear me? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. How are you doing? Now I can. Oh, fabulous. I'm doing well, thank you. Awesome stuff. So let's get straight to it. Uh, we've got the top three destinations that you feel we should be adding to our 2022 bucket list. 100%. The first one for me will always be Senegal, Dakar. I think if mm. you want to fall in love with everything about Africa that's encapsulated in one place. You go to Dakar, Say no the more. vibrant city, live, hardcore, six to six, you know, walking down the street and seeing a poster saying there's a Yusun Do performance mm. and you just go there to his place and he's singing with his band, the food, the cosmopolitan vibe and culture. Dakar is home to some of the finest restaurants in yep. Africa, some of the best fashion designers globally. And even the likes of Beyonce shop in Dakar for fashion. Yes. So if you love fashion and you want to come back, Udihoha, <laughs> after, after traveling, you go to Dakar. And of course, you get exposed as well to history. I enjoy infusing history in all my yes. travels to get to my place better. So the history of, of the transatlantic slavery. Yes. You go to, to Iladi. Goray for that. Yes. And just really get to learn about the history of movement can, for our people. Can I add my little bit? So, I, you know, when you said to Kai, you yes. obviously heard me exclaim and you could feel the smile reverberate from me. I, I had yes. the pleasure of being in Dakar uh, uh, 2018. It was mm. a life-changing experience. I broadcast my show yeah. from there for like two weeks. Life-changing oh, wow. experience of my life. I've never met a more intuitive, a more rooted, a, a, a really the best representation of what it is to be African, rooted yeah. in Africa with a global perspective. Yeah. Senegalese are on a different level of vibrating very different level and and the city what you say about the city is it's so unexpected because there's there's portions of it that remind you of like of a cape town or of a paris because of that yeah. colonial history and then you go to a gory island which even though with this slavery heritage um mm. really is the most aesthetically beautiful place on earth Exactly, with barbap trees. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps, Bridget, because, you know, Dakar honestly feels like a place you, you, you're going to, you pack your bags, and little do you know that you're actually about to have an encounter. You're gonna, your soul is going to encounter something deeper, richer, and much, much more significant to whatever perspective you are vibrating with at level, that mm. level. So from now always, always go to Dakar and as always, when you get to, to a place that has a lot to offer, mm. make sure that you indulge in everything that it offers. I always say when I next go to Dakar, I'm yeah. going with a very big shopping budget and <laughs> Did you make it out to Shell Island, by the way? They, they've got this beautiful island. I don't know on which coast. Um, and the entire thing is is built on shell soil. So it's like a fisherman island. 
Um, yes. And and then they they fish and and obviously they have to discard the you know the the remnants of whatever it is. Mm. Um, and and those shells have now literally ingrained themselves. Generations and generations of these shells being discarded have now formed the actual soil of the island. Little white shells, and it's just the most incredible thing with like this ancient uh, cemetery I can never say yeah. enough about Dakar you've opened up a can of worms here like <laughs> <laughs> you've opened up a I can know. of worms oh. <laughs> but you know, I, thought, you know, I could go to Dakar late, later and I'm just like can I make something happen for Easter? Yeah, no, you you need it's to. Anyway. You need to. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's one of those places, 365 days of the year, because the culture is so rich, the, the 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 music is so rich, the art scene is so incredibly rich. Mm. Um, it's definitely a place that you could go at any point in time during the year and you would get something out of Dakar. Yes. But this is all about you and your travels. <laughs> Where are we going to next? <laughs> I love this. I love traveling with you. We are going to Mozambique beyond oh. Maputo. Now, hear me out. Yes. Maputo is amazing. Mm. It is incredible. But there is a, a flight from Johannesburg mm. to Nampula. It's an airlink flight. Yes. And then from Nampula, you get into a, a taxi, a private taxi for two and a half hours mm. to go to the island of Mozambique. Mm-hmm. The island of Mozambique is a place that you go to to be reminded that the world is always bigger than what's around your corner because mm. it is literally around the corner from us. But once you get there, it is... It is the the first capital of Mozambique. Uh-huh. Many many centuries ago, it is to be the first capital of Mozambique, and it's all because it sits on the Indian Ocean. Mm. It, it's the beginning of the Swahili coast that spans northern Mozambique, oh. Tanzania, Kenya, and up to Mogadishu in Somalia. So it has those influences that. Everyone who's been to Zanzibar mm. or Lamu in Kenya, Mombasa would be familiar with the Swahili architecture, the Swahili food culture, mm. you know, one that's very spicy, very mixed, where, you know, biryani and bokhov exist side by side yes. as a norm, not necessarily as a coming together of cultures, right? And then there's, there's the architecture as well. Ooh. But what I really, really love about it is that unlike the rest of Mozambique, you can definitely tell that it belongs to part of a bigger cultural identity uh-huh. beyond just the country. Because when you're at the island of Mozambique, this is where you will hear the call to prayer in the morning. Mm. Mozambique is, is, is predominantly Christian, but mm. also quite Muslim. But you always, you would, you always think you're in a, in a, um, Catholic country, actually, when yes. you see the religious architecture in yeah, Mozambique. But then at the island, it is very, very Islam in its heritage, in its history. Oh. But Mozambican in its belief that everyone must dress exactly how they want to. And they yes, the yes, 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 yes. <laughs> now, you know, that's one of my other favorite places, uh, uh, Mozambique. In fact, I was supposed to be there. I was envious because you were there just leading up to New Year and I was supposed to be there on New Year's. I had to cancel the plans. But I've never made it up to like the northern parts. I've never gone beyond Shai Shai, you know. So, and that's very touristy because mm. if you're doing like Bilang, Shai Shai, Inyambani, it's still a very touristy-ish. It's quiet, 
but those are the the, the mm. sort of the beaches, the off the beaten track beaches that a lot of tourists are familiar with. So I've never made it up up to the Isles of Mozambique, and now you you've got me hooked. No, this one this one is worth it. Hey, and I think when you go to the island, take five days mm. so that you enjoy it. It's a very you need to experience. I, I always say this, and I'm like a broken record, and I love it because it's a beautiful beat. Always experience a place fully give yourself mm. fully to it so when i was at the island of mozambique now i i discovered a great hotel called fetuera hotel mm. and a long long time ago in fact when the country was in the early years of being established mm. there's someone from portugal yes there was a merchant from portugal who was rewarded with a piece of land by the king i mean this colonialist right mm. at, at the island and then it used to facilitate a lot of things including trading goods so that hotel was was later turned in 2016 turned into a boutique hotel again you know when you go to a hotel and and you're so glad you are there and you mm. don't want to leave it because <laughs> it is so beautiful it is when I was there, I said to myself, I think I've discovered something about how I'm going to start traveling as well. <laughs> I will pick a hotel that is purely beautiful mm. to just go there. And for the first two, three days of my uh, my stay, that's what I will be doing, enjoying a hotel that has great world-class service, amazing architecture. Mm. Everything is open and light. It has very Turkish, Arabic. Swahili architecture and interior to it. Mm. And then also, because the island is so small, mm. everything can be organized from there. So this really becomes, becomes for me, also a very luxurious, rest-oriented yeah. destination, even though there's a lot to do. You go island hopping. Then you hire a bike to ride around the island. It has two sides, the old mm. town and and where the, local, the, the black people used to stay. Mm. So you, you explore those fully. You eat at the, at the, at the restaurants, Maputo, I mean, like Maputo, like all the parts of mm. Mozambique. The eating at the island is amazing. Oh, yeah. It is amazing, right? Yeah. I was trying to be a vegan, but I was like... No, you can't be a vegan when you're here. on holiday. <laughs> it cannot happen here. So you eat. And then you also, what I found very fulfilling was to go to points of interest mm. and just enjoy them in their, in their totality. So we went on a full day tour of the island and then selected points of interest that mm. were very interesting so that I could start enjoying or rather encountering travel in a way that I also really yes. do, which is to also be still and grounded. So there's there's a mosque that dates back to hundreds and, and hundreds of years, I think 750 years mm. even, mm. that you can respect respectfully visit. There's a, a Hindu temple mm. because right from when the island was founded, some of the nations it used to do trade with mm. was India. And so from the very beginning, there were people from India who came and never left. Mm, and the mm. island was how they first arrived. And then, you know, so you get to understand the history of culture again, of movement yes. and multiculturalness in in Africa. And what I love about my, multi, experiencing multicultural multiculturalness in my travels is that very often it is, it is without the complexities of 
South Africa. Yes. And now, Lorato. So it's really, really great for me. And before we run yes. out of time, uh, our third destination on the bucket list. So, okay, I'm now have to go back to Senegal, clearly. Uh, just as a just. So give me a destination. I hope the third one is a place I've not been to. <laughs> you haven't been to Sao Tome and Principe. I have not. <laughs> yes. This is the big blowout one. Sao Tome and Principe, you get to live like a feature in a luxury travel magazine. Every page, everything. You know, every, every, if you've ever looked at a magazine yes. and said, I wish I could be in these pages, mm. Sao Tome is exactly that. It's a little island in Central Africa. Okay. You will have to fly to Accra and connect there uh-huh. with um, a, a flight that's coming from Portugal. Okay. I forget what it's called, Tap Airline. Okay. Because the Angolan airline flies there directly, but they're grounded at the moment. All right. So it's a bit of a, getting there is a bit of a schlep. You do have to go past Accra, but it is worth it because once you, once you step in there, the very first thing that everyone notices, right, mm. is that it is 100% safe. You don't look over your shoulder. You do not question uh-huh. anything about your sense of safety and security at mm. every level. Yes. At every level. Yeah. To a point where when I lost my phone, someone picked it up and ran around looking for me, oh, trying wow. to understand who can we get give this phone to because it was on silence. So when mm. I called, the calls were not being picked up on yes. that end. Yes. Right. But when you go there, it's so small. The joke is that you can hire a car and go around the island for a day. So what that <laughs> means is that you can very slowly experience the, the, the island. You can hike if you're a hiker. There's a, there's a very famous landmark called Pico Grande. Mm. And it's one of the most famous hiking spots in the world for hikers, people who are that way inclined. It's very lush. It's very beautiful. I just enjoyed going to see it and just being by the riverside. And then there's a famous chef there, Carlos, I think. He he bought a place. Mm. Um, I'm trying to look for the Portuguese name, but he bought a house. And that house used to be a colonial master's house mm. and he turned it into a, into a hotel and it's overlooking the, the the sea but every day not every day every weekend mm. there's a tasting menu so uh-huh. there's like 10 to 15 courses of a tasting menu that he curates and it's around turning local ingredients into fine world-class hot cuisine oh. so you know it is so brilliant and you know um what I loved was that everything about Sao Tome, including the experience at Rosa Sao Jao, which is this place I'm talking about, mm. is that everything is rooted in discovery and making you discover a place that, A, you had to ever think about going mm. to. Secondly, once you get there, whether you have traveled a lot or you haven't traveled that much, you know for a fact that you're in a place that's different in how it looks. It yeah. Is, amazing it looks like it you know some of the cities look like they just cut a few parts of the jungle so that people could live so you feel like you're living in a rainforest without any of the snakes and their life and animal life (laughs) thank god beautiful yes and then it has world famous beaches you know there's there's an ad i forget i think it was an alcohol brand it shot an ad at at an 
at an island there in Principe, Banana Island. Mm. It's owned by Mark Shuttleworth. Okay. He has eco-hotels eco there. So, it's, it's, you know, it's exactly that. It's, everything is centered around the ocean. You will snorkel, you will scuba dive, you will go deep sea fishing, you will swim with dolphins. Lovely. You will visit small fishermen uh, villages, and then you will eat a lot of good seafood. You have definitely tantalized our taste buds. I think these are three great destinations. Thank you so much uh, for sharing with us. That was uh, Lerato. She's the author of Vagabond, Wandering Through Africa on Faith, and you can follow on social media at Madam Africa. If you have not gone to Senegal as yet, it used to be so much easier when SAA used to just fly straight into Dhaka. Uh, it was the easiest flight ever. You just sleep and you wake up. It's the morning and you are already in Senegal. It is a must. It's unlike anything. I mean, we can describe it and describe it, but it's unlike anything you will ever experience. It will definitely make you see the continent completely different. Uh, and Mozambique is just around the corner, literally just around the corner. It's a hop, skip and a drive away. And it, it is a beautiful time capsule of, of a bygone time that is so close to home. It's like being at your aunt's house, in fact. Um, but I'm definitely going to check out the Isle of Mozambique as my next destination through. And Sao Tomein, Lerato, Sao Tomein just sounded like a dream. And if I have to go to Accra, Ghana to get there, I might as well stop in Ghana uh, for a couple of days and then proceed to... 